0: So welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. Today, we've got a cool guest who is fairly local to me as well. So he goes by the YouTube name of TM Cycles. uh, His real name is Thomas Moore. I presume that's how you pronounce it. I haven't just made a hash there, have
1: I? Yeah, Thomas Moore, M-A-W. Yeah, there you
0: go. So uh, thank you very much for jumping on the podcast, though, Tom. Um, Really appreciate your time. You're a very interesting individual and character. I mean, respectfully, in terms of from... like an entertainment point of view you put on social media, I would say you're very much one of the most entertaining people that
1: uh, I appreciate that the, I,
0: okay. the way you put yourself out there. Um, but with also with a combination of um, education alongside that, which I think is very unique mm. and real. So <clears throat> is is that something you've always had, that sort of,
1: yeah. of character? Yeah, I mean, I've when I first started doing the whole YouTube thing and, and uh, I was quite quick to realize that you can kind of see this facade that a certain people put up and I always thought, I don't know a position whereby I'm creating content and not being able to be myself on camera. So it was very much a case of like, this is, this is uh, it's very cliches, this is who I am. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like, I had to understand that, certain, that there's going to be certain people that aren't going to like me or like what I stand for, like how I come across come across which is fine you know this is that's just life in general but it was it was always that kind of combination of kind of uh injecting some relatability into the situation as well as uh, from an edu- educational standpoint as well so yeah 100 percent.
0: i think it's one of the one of the things you refer to there is that and we'll come on to this in a minute is that one of the most difficult things that people find i think with with anything in life would be uh social media fitness business is that ultimately you have to realize not everyone's going to like you and if you want to be Successful at certain things, and people are just gonna, just gonna give you shit for no reason anyway. It's just the world we live in.
1: Hundred percent, absolutely. And people, and and what you, what you're seeing nowadays is, is that sort of that chase, whereby people are openly kind of uh, not being themselves or not being their own personality for the sake of, of business. And I think ultimately it's quite sad because. You know, the, the human brain and and uh, emotionally, you can kind of only withstand that for a, a certain time before you're just going to end up folding. You know,
0: hundred percent. You're living, you're living a lie almost. you Hundred
1: know? percent. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, and, and I see this all the time. With and we were speaking about briefly before we came on about the the fitness influencer game, and like I spent uh, three months in Dubai at the start of the year, and I mm. just fucking, I literally. I couldn't even train in Banush gym by the end of it because after mm. like a week, I was just I can't deal with this anymore because it's just mm. me off. But, um,
1: yeah. I mean, that was, that was sort of a similar situation with me and my bay. I'd just done a 20-week prep. So it's like, in my mind, I was like, I'll oh, just have a nice little break. But it was like, the, the ferociousness of, of the 20 week prep like, into four or five days in Marbella, where it was like, I think I'll probably fly back out there, but the next trip will literally be get back into a routine, wake up, cardio, have some good food and not be like, I've got to vlog this. I've got to take a picture of this. I've got to be, I've got to almost be TM cycles, you know, because there's this, pre- there's this pressure of of me going out there post-show and looking a certain way. And if I don't upload pictures of me at a beach club or, drinking expensive alcohol then it's like well hold on like, what 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 are you doing out there do you know what i mean so yeah. yeah it's 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 an odd it's an odd odd world to be in sometimes and for you in dubai I could yeah that's one one area for me that i stops has stopped me from going over there
0: it's i don't think it's as bad as um, it's as bad as my bear yeah it probably is they're both the same really it's yeah not- same shit just in, like yeah different
1: packaged ones. differently yeah, yeah. yeah i mean that's our beef our beef is actually quite nice because it's, it's just you know it's not really like it seems like our beef is now turning into a bit of an influencer kind of influencer influencer island but yeah that's why like, it's kind of just going over there and chilling out for, for four or five days 100% now when it
0: when it came to you so something i found very interesting about you, you've got very similar backstory to me in a lot of respects so I, a lot of people don't know this or anyone who's followed me for a while will know this i left my full-time job two and a half years ago. And I used to manage a branch an estate agents. And okay. I know you went down a similar route of obviously you worked full-time for a proper business and yeah. then you left and went on your own. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh,
1: so uh, I, maybe some of your listeners may know I worked for Shredded by Science, which is now the PTC, Personal Training Collective for, for Luke Johnson. So uh, it was at the time where I was at GNC and I was working, I think I was doing six days a week at GNC. And on Wednesdays, I had off and on Wednesdays, I used to go into the offices in, in Shoreditch and, and edit vlogs for, for Luke for Shredded by Science to the point where I, I remember reaching out and saying, Luke, why don't I do this full time? Like, why don't you just employ me Monday to Friday? I can do all the content creation, edit your vlogs, do Instagram posts full time. And he was like, yeah, sure. So that was like my way into kind of a, a full time job doing what I essentially love to do, which was videography. And um, I did that for about a year. But as you know, you kind of get to that point whereby your own work is almost taking over a little bit too much. And part of me felt bad because the quality of work that I was giving to Luke was dropping off a little bit. So it was at that point where I said, I think Luke went away on holiday and I messaged him saying, look, when you get back, I think we need to have a little bit of a discussion. He's at a hundred percent. I could see it coming and it was more of a like be free. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I get it. You do your thing. And, and you know, we're, we're best mates now. I, I'm, I'm very supportive still. And I, and I push the PTC all the time because from an educational perspective, they are unbelievable. You know, the courses they run, the personal training qualifications they do, I will always be very supportive. So we kind of just, we left, but we, we, we're, we're building each other up still. And, uh, yeah it was good like yeah similar position to you we kind of ate shit for a few years and now we're in, in uh, gary v terms eating caviar even though yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: our interest so that's that's a great thing it brings up so who were big influencers you in you in terms of mindset with um i don't know your content and how you went to be free in that respect if that makes sense yeah.
1: it, it, it's I've I was asked this before and it's only recently that I've got into kind of reading about kind of mindset and about, um, you know, I just started reading the, or finished the atomic habits book. That's been fantastic. That. I've just started uh, reading grace, you know, grace Beverly. Yeah. She, she, her book's fantastic. And it's, it's like, it's like a real insight into the, the, the reasoning as to why we should detach from this kind of nuance that if you're not, doing if you are doing a nine to five then you're worthless and we've got a big grind and hustle she it's really really good but i never i've never really had any like idols that i'd look up and say i need to be like this from from a content creation point of view people like casey nice that has always been i've always found very interesting um people like peter mckinnon and it's, it's and then kind of and it sounds a little bit cringy but you sort of mcgregors of the world yeah you know, because it it kind of instills that level of ego and and and, and confidence. It's like, well, you know, can we incorporate a little bit of this into the industry and and see how that goes on? But there's never been really like figures. If I'm honest, it would be Luke. Luke Johnson would, would have been would have been because I've because have I've seen him trans. I've seen him transition from standing in front of his telly with PowerPoint slides to owning an office and green screens and, and making, you know, large sums of money and, and, and gathering a lot of audience. So for me, the inspiration is always closer to home. You know, it's like my friends as well. Like my friends are painting de- painters and decorators and electricians and to see them progress. That's, that's my, that's my pull. Where I get it from that. Yeah.
0: percent. It's one of those things you're, that expression your net worth is your network and it's the yeah people yeah, yeah. Who, like pushing you on makes a big big difference
1: 100 um
0: and that's one of the things i i think i've had a very different uh view on things coming like i tried qualified as a pt and was like 17 18 did that for a year yeah so just, just didn't really enjoy who, who I was training what i was doing and came out of it basically and went did a ski season and then went into property but um mm. i think that's why i have a very different view on things and like coming into the fitness industry is seeing some of the way a lot of people can't mm. conduct themselves in a business like manner i'm just like it just it just amazes me in a lot of respects but um, yeah yeah people can't see the wood through the trees if that makes
1: sense yeah 100% agree 100% agree and even just like when i see people that can't master like basic market marketing and advertising skills you just think then i also think how the hell have you got to where you are today with like no grasp of that basic foundation but and it, it 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 feels like at times there's a lot of uh, silver spoon kind of, you know. I I, I follow certain people and I think for, like mummy and daddy have literally bought you that house and you know for, for someone like myself that grew up in like fucking southeast London and various council flats and that that's probably why my circle or my my friendship group is quite small because I I only really like to associate with people that have kind of gone through that that journey as well. Whereas I think there's a lot of a, a lot of yeah silver spoon in the industry and just their ability to get that loan or get like 10k cash and and start up their business you know I think a lot of that goes it, it is still going on.
0: Yeah, I think people don't appreciate appreciate the uh, the initial grind and initial risk mm. that goes with that. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was doing seven day seven day weeks. So I was just completely flat out, completely um, flat out. Yeah,
0: I remember like the worst it was for me. I was competing last time I competed. I think was that like 2018. Mm-hmm. I was doing cardio in the morning and I'd get to work at like yeah. seven thirty. I got there early so I could do like client work for an hour. Yeah. 8 30 till six and then I'd train again and yeah. then do it all over again. So like I wouldn't it would be like my day was like five till nine basically.
1: Mm. Yeah so people, no, don't,
0: people don't see that though.
1: No, they don't. They don't they never do. They never do. They just see that instant success. They see you, they see you at a beach club and just think, oh, he's got there like that. And they do not see the the foundations that have been built. The hard yards
0: going to that and with with you and your youtube how did that first manifest what made you first
1: take the jump into that it was when i so the the whole purpose of the the youtube was to document personally uh, uh, a, a kind of 10-week transition of me taking anabolic steroids because it, it came from the point of view where there was nothing out there apart from like rich piano that was like clogging down ben and jerry's whilst injecting <laughs> it's like well i don't like that's not really informative that's not helping anyone here and uh, I was I was just constantly seeking information about doses, and there was never any really uh, like experiences. So I thought, right, why don't I just film my 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 transformation? And it just blew, like it completely blew. Obviously, about twenty five percent of that was like you shouldn't be doing this. You're talking about steroids. You're giving you're giving the sport a bad name. And I was like, well, I'm not really giving it a bad name because we compete in tested and non-tested. Like everyone, you can't be that deluded whereby you don't think that people actually. Not take steroids, so yeah, it just kind of snowballed and uh, got to a point where YouTube started censoring a lot. So when I first started, there was hardly anything on there. And then, give it a couple of years, there was loads of people openly talking about it. And then your Boston Lloyds of the world, and uh, YouTube clamped down really hard on it, and they were deleting videos. And it was on my it was on my show day that I got two strikes, and a third strike would mean the channel's gone. So that's thirty. Thirty-seven thousand subscribers gone after two or three years of graft and editing, and I mean, on show day you're not supposed to have any fucking stress. My cortisol levels went straight up. Anyway, so I remember frantically sitting in my mum's car whilst we were driving to the show, like deleting keywords like cycle or steroid or testosterone, and then I just saw my channel views go from like fucking seven million down to like three, and I was like, oh no. So it was at that point where I was like, well, why don't I create a hub? why don't I create a site whereby people can access information about doses and cycles as well as training and nutrition. So that's when the TM cycles member site came about. And, uh, yeah, ever since that day, it's been, it's been fantastic.
0: It's interesting. You say that cause I had something similar recently where without getting too much into, I had issue with a, a payment gateway where basically obviously yep. between the bank and obviously you selling something to someone yep. where I basically got told like the, the email I had from someone was, uh, you're fucked. Your business will be closed in 24 hours. There's nothing you can do about it. And I was like,
1: mm.
0: I was like, great. And I was like, you know, you, like, cool. so exactly the same thing. Actually, fair. Mm. I was supposed to be going, I went up to London with my wife, the Mandarin Oriental hotels. So i have mm. two days to shit, like chill out. Nice. I email at five o'clock in the morning. I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But um, yeah, it's everything in life. Um, doesn't happen to you. Happens for you. Do you know what it's mm. a learning curve. So mm. I imagine Absolutely. that was a learning curve for you as
1: well. Massively, yeah. It's a similar, you know, it's like a similar sort of thing to like having no regrets. It's just that you you learn. You know, I try not to see things as necessarily regret or as uh, as uh, as bad per se. But yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. In
0: um in regards to moving into the sort of YouTube world, did you find much pushback from that, or like did you struggle with? Because I know a lot of people struggle with some of the like negative comments. Because YouTube seems mm. particularly harsh for that. I spoke to Josh about that. Actually, he was on the podcast recently about, yeah, like getting a lot of shit on, like even personal things about it, like his girlfriend and stuff like that. Yeah. so that's something like you've experienced.
1: Yeah, oh, you should see the Reddit. The Reddit posts are even worse. I, someone, someone sent me a link and was like, "Have you seen this?" And I was like, "Fuck me, they're actually really going in on me here." But I'm like, I'm, I'm at the point now. I've been doing this for coming up to ten years. That the skin is thick. You know, it's, it's not. And if it goes personal, it's like, well. <laughs> you know like nothing's going to happen here no one's going to come to my front door and, and anything and if they do then then it will get dealt with there and then but then <laughs> but then there's there's no when it first started I was like Mum, like this do you know what I mean like this person's like said something what do I do she was I like, just delete it just delete it don't 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 rise to it but now now I kind of play with them a little bit so you know it, it, it's uh I, I i have i have fun with them but yeah as as, as time goes on the kind of negative comments they, they drop off a little bit and I'm, even with this prep for example at like eight weeks out everyone was like you look 20 weeks out you like shit and then i kind of really really pushed myself hard and then as the condition started coming in the comments disappeared and then so you know it's like i I think it's quite important that to, to use a certain aspect of that as fuel so you know be it business or physical look or whatever and I created a little folder on my phone for this prep and put all the negative comments in there and then I'd look at it when I felt like quitting on the Stairmaster or when I wanted to have some bad food I'd look and go you know okay that's you know let, let's let's do this for them as well as a little bit for me so yeah and you, you just over time you deal with it you know and it's just very easy to to kind of uh to to delete or at the moment, I'm getting a lot of things kind of happening outside of my life, so I've I've uh, I've blocked like keywords on YouTube. So obviously, as uh, if anyone's listening, as, as as content creators, you can do this on Instagram. You can do this on YouTube. If there's any kind of a constant barrage of of, of comments, you can you can block list that. You know, so if, if a certain keyword comes up, it will go straight into the into the deleted or request for. it. So it's not there. So that's always quite handy.
0: Absolutely, I didn't actually never know that. For-
1: yeah, yeah credit credit to them
0: um with social media platforms actually like doing things like that because they are yeah. trying to take control i guess of some of the shit that people get some of the negativity
1: yeah i think i came in quite recently like from i mean you look at the influencers that have got like, millions of followers and having thousands of comments you know and, and if you can highlight like fat or ugly or if you can, you know if you can just take out a little bit and it does help it massively helps and it's helped me over the past couple of weeks definitely
0: it's interesting. One of the things you said there about using people's negative comments for fuel. Because I remember, like when I first started with social media, like, like specifically people said to other friends of mine, like "What's Charlie doing? Who does he think he is? Why is he taking photos with his top off?" Like, really? Yeah, mate. Like proper bad. And then, but no one would say it to my face. They say it no. to other people because no of one course. knows got the fucking like minerals. No. And um, and then like I see some of those people now, like five, six years down the line and they're still doing the same thing they were doing back then. And Mm. I just like, like you don't have to say anything. You just know, like they know, you know, and it's just like, yeah,
1: Yeah, but that, but that's, they stay down there for life and and we are up here and that, and they will never change because that's, that's, that's in their DNA. They have to, you know, this like the whole Schadenfreunde thing of, of, of like, that's their, that's their, almost their why that's, they get their kicks out of, you know, disrespecting other people and they, and they'll never change. and it's sad. You have to look at it as, you know, when we talk about the negative comments, the, the, the most important thing, the feeling to have is it's sad. You are literally behind a computer with a fake profile and a fake name and that's your kick. You know, it's, it, that, is, that is ultimately, without kind of taking this, oh, condescending, oh, I'm better than everyone, it's sad. It is sad. Like, can you imagine being in a, in a position whereby like, we get home and think, wow, let me just fucking mug this person off. It's mental.
0: It's That's one thing I always think about is I think about how bad, that person's mm. life must be for 100% to have to lash out because ultimately it's people's own insecurities and own issues that come, comes to fruition in that respect.
1: 100%, 100%. And then like, I'd, yeah, I, I would never be, there's, there's, there's times whereby if I found something that I didn't agree with on Instagram, I'd comment, but I'm commenting as t- t- Tom Moore. As yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and they can see who I am. I'm not hiding behind a fucking fake platform or yeah. fake username. Sorry. So yeah, it's just a fucking odd world, isn't it? I don't know if you've got into Twitter. I, that, that's one of the worst ones for that. For just Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I used to tweet. I used to use Twitter as a, as a platform to kind of uh, pull studies. And, and, you know, Alan Aragon, I used yeah, to yeah. kind of, I used to have his research review each month and I'd, I'd highlight like a study about protein and I'd, I'd use it. But uh, yeah, the followers started increasing on Twitter and, and just like people really don't give a fuck on there, do they? Like, it's and, and the, what's worrying about is on Twitter is they are actually using their name. So it's not really fake. It's like, Oh shit. Like you're. it's bold. Like, John from SIG is actually tearing into me here. Like yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but I deleted, I deleted Twitter. I deleted Facebook just cause I found myself endlessly scrolling. So I kind of try it and, and, and give my, I limit my time on Instagram and, and social media now. But yeah, I do like Twitter. Twitter's fun from like the meme aspect and it's like very comical. Sometimes I think that it shouldn't be free. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mad old platform, that one.
0: What's your opinion in terms of one thing I think is interesting is how is social media manipulating people's brains, in particular mm-hmm. younger people now as well? So, I, how old are you? I'm probably a bit old, a couple of years old. 27, I am. I'm oh, fucking old, I'm 31. So, mm-hmm. like, Instagram and Facebook was just sort of starting to come in as I was like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. But like, God knows, being a kid at like seven and then having mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram were like, how that affects people's emotional and social relationships? I don't
1: even know. So hugely, hugely. That's like Sapiens is one of my favourite books, and they talk about how even to this day, our our, our brains as humans, we were just not we we're just not ready for this level of of influx of comments and people's opinions. So we, we you know we're we're tribesmen and women. We we're used to a, a close knit group of. 10 people and we go out and hunt and bring back food, our brains haven't developed yet to take on board, not only the response from other people, but the technology in, in, in the sense of how quick it's expanding. It's just not, it, we're just not supposed to deal with it. And that's why we're having such, such severe implications of mental health now. You know, and, it, and 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 even with me with like thirty odd thousand on Instagram and fifty odd on on on, on YouTube, there's been positions whereby I thought fucking right, right at the bottom of the barrel here. I think how how the people with a hundred thousand followers are coping with the, with this onslaught of constant not abuse but just opinionated. So everyone's so opinionated nowadays. That's one aspect that I can't stand. You know, it's like we it, it is. Um, one thing I don't like with, with Instagram and, and, and social media in particular is the fact that we're just supposed to take it because we're on it. You know, like, oh, get over yourself. Like, you, you, you're putting it out there. It's like, well, mm, I am. I get, I get that. I get it. I'm on social media, so I am open to criticism. But you don't have to necessarily give me your opinion. You know, I haven't asked for it. So that's one area in, in particular I've kind of struggled and, uh, up and down a little bit.
0: I think, I think, being honest, I think everyone's been through that. And I think... Mm anyone who says they haven't is lying and one of the things not to go off topic on this but this is one of the things i'm so frustrated about with the, the covid which is bullshit in my opinion um, yeah people can disagree or agree. everyone's welcome to their opinion like we just said yeah um the number one killer of men under 45 is suicide
1: yeah
0: Yet we're worried about, about uh fucking covid which isn't yeah. like realistically it's not killing anyone no Yet why don't we like deal with the real like elephant no. room do you no. Know? No.
1: And I was massive when it first started, just just highlighting the, the issues about obesity and diabetes, and it was just. And to be honest, I think a lot of a peop- lot of people will agree with our stance. You know, I think a lot of people agree. If, even like the the, the the profiteer, I've just gone to my Bayer and spent about fucking three hundred quid on tests. You know what I mean? You think Jesus Christ, like PCR here, PCR there. I've got to do a day two, a day five, a day eight, and it's like if i if i and they're using the fact of the vaccines as a chance to like well if for you double freedom, jab yeah. yeah if you double jab Have your you me, freedom back yeah and i was like no 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 I've, I've got my freedom like fuck it but um but yeah you're totally right you're totally right the
0: i had the same thing when i came back from dubai i had to go to turkey for t- well i was supposed to go to Marbella they denied me boarding the flight even though i had the correct documentation i had like letters saying my my family lives there unwell, my dad's unwell, I needed to go for medical reasons. Yeah. Turkish airlines wouldn't let me fly. I then had to, um, so I, I was supposed to get a connected flight to Istanbul. So I'm like, I'm in Dubai airport 4.30 in the morning with all my shit. And I'm like, oh, mm. him, I'm going anyway. They wouldn't let me board the original flight I was supposed to get on, mm. um, which I'd already paid for. I had to repay for that flight for a thousand pounds. They just rinsed me and then turn up in Istanbul. had nowhere to go. So I had to like deal with all that shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even when I actually got back to the UK after being there for ten days, had things like the police turn up at my front door looking for me, just to make sure I was at mm. home, and you like, you p- proper feel like persecuted. Like yeah, of
1: course. I mean, they they rang me yesterday, and I was like, yeah, I'm here. But it's just, a, it's just, it just feels insane. I feel like I'm on tag. Like the yeah. simple, ta- the simple task of me going away for a few days, I'm being felt like I'm, I'm, I'm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane.
0: It's that's the scary thing of how quickly the world can change because mm. you would. If someone said you were having that conversation two years ago, yeah. and everyone would be wearing face masks, and yeah, 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 double jab, do you be like, yeah, like, from fucking Mars? What are you talking about? But mm, um, yeah. and I
1: think what's more worrying is the people is how how the people are genuinely in fear and will do anything. Like, and I, and I think if there was like a lockdown this Christmas, people would go, okay, yeah, it's the right decision. Like, no, 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 you know, and it's like this whole Boris is doing is doing his best. You know, I mean, that like people just absolutely fold and give in, which is, which is crazy. Absolutely, I mean, me and you both for the likes of Doctor Dean, you yeah. know, and and I very much stand stand beside him with, with his stance on certain things. But yeah, the the, uh, the 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 like, literally, bent people are bending over and just fucking taking up the arse at the moment. It's mad. But,
0: but this, and also, this is where it gets even worse. So on a podcast, you can say what the fuck you like, but I I won't comment or put anything on Instagram, Facebook, or anything yeah. because I don't want to get fucked on my account yeah, for doing same. that. Same. and so i won't comment like people ask me questions like about having vaccines i yeah. won't say anything anywhere about this Same. because i i know what's happened what happens when you do that mm-hmm. like you, it's like you speak against the fucking speak against it mm-hmm. like you've gone gone they'll shut you down
1: yeah i was shadow banned during the whole COVID. the first first thing my followers just did not move and then the shadow ban lifted and was like doo, 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 doo. I thought, like, I'm, I'm in a position whereby I can't really talk about it because of my own business. It's fucking...
0: But that, that's, again, your freedom of speech being mm. held back against you. Yeah. This is going way off topic. But then it also makes me think, like, why are all these big tech companies
1: trying mm. to stop people talking about What yeah, are they yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. cover up behind Of like, course.
0: Not necessarily into conspiracies, but the, mm. the numbers don't add up, in my opinion. No.
1: No, no, no. No, of course not.
0: Um, but, yeah, that's horrendously off topic. But... Um, in terms of obviously your progress over the last few years, what do you say has been the biggest challenge for you so far with that?
1: Um, do
0: you think it's the, the mental aspect of that, trying to keep your head straight? And, yeah, that, yeah. That's De- never any battle really, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that's something you're always going to have to deal with is 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 your own kind of, psychological issues and psychological battles of what's going on. I think this prep was, was very tough for, for, you know, reasons outside of it, you know, relationship issues and things like that. So to deal with that and its own entity is very difficult, but then throw a prep on there with an additional increase in pressure because it's sort of your last one. And there's a lot of pressure on you to, to beat the previous self. It's, it's, it's tough. It, you know, it's like a pressure cooker. It really, really is. And then, and yeah, so the, the, I would say the biggest thing for me is the kind of yeah the the psychological issues and and the kind of what next you know even even coming back from my bay now it's almost like the bubble has burst it's like fuck I've actually got to, you know I've got to now put in some 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 groundwork but it's exciting you know it's very exciting I think it keeps you on your toes and and it is good to to, to a certain degree but yeah definitely the psychological pressures and issues surrounding that. 100%. It's, it's one of those things
0: as uh, one door closes another one opens. Most and- definitely one of the best business expressions someone said to me was that um, we'll probably make a hash of this now is that when you say yes to one, th- when you say no to one thing, you're saying no to one thing. Mm. You say yes to one thing or say no to a thousand things. So you yeah. have to be so selective of what you actually decide mm. to do, like come on this podcast. So thank you. And then, um <laughs> or like whatever you're doing, because when you say yes to something, it means you can't do so many other options.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, very true. Very, very true, mate. Um
0: And you must have the same thing. I get people like with, everyone's an idea fairy in the reality like, oh why don't you start a supplement company it's like mm. do, you, do you understand how much work that would oh be? yeah like- i
1: get i get that a lot i get that a lot in the co- and i work for de novo supplements and, and and to see the sort of money and time and effort it goes in for just like the simple task of like a run of pre-workout and and it's very hard to even break even and start prof profiting from from uh, making a supplement so yeah there, there's certain Areas and aspects in business where you have to be smart and not just because I think it's the norm, isn't it? It's like you go into business, you go online coaching, followers increase clothing supplements to the, the, the PDF. So it's like you don't just follow the path because that's the narrative of what you're supposed to follow, follow what you want to do. and And that's very much what I'm doing at the moment with this kind of new almost rebrand is i'm is i'm finally doing what i want to do which is be is target more mass market and and show people that you can be very flexible with food and still get in shape and and different cooking ideas and things like that so yeah that like like i'm very excited for as you said when one door closes and that that door being the sort of bodybuilding world another one opens i have to say
0: i all credit to you for that and i had a lot of respect when i saw you had said you were changing from that because i think it's one of those things i see people all the time and they're and you i know you will do as well who are they're competing and they're in this like rat race of fitness but they're not really going anywhere with it no. it's not even their career like not that no like it's not their career i'm just like not why you not why are you bothering but sort of why are you bothering mm. do you know what i
1: mean yeah cool because i said and this is like the when you walk up to a show and you just see people like this is their life or death for them yeah and you think if you had a car crash tomorrow, you, you're fucked because you haven't, there's no business. Like I think a lot of people see like I've got to go all in on bodybuilding. And, and, and what's quite interesting to see now is that quite big names in the fitness industry that are just bodybuilders are now realizing that and go, shit, I need to pump some time and effort into content creation in the sense that if I, if I fail on the bodybuilding stage, at least I've got this to fall back on. So it's, it, yeah. It's, and I'm, I'm so glad I'm detached from that. because It's very, very toxic. And it's, and, and, and it's, it's subjective as well. So from a kind of psychological aspect, you're spending 20 weeks in a prep and you get on stage and for the judges to go, I'm not really feeling that physique. You think fucking hell. It's hard like, not but... to take that personally, isn't it? Yeah. Very hard. Very, very hard. Even you know, the, those with the most thickest skin, you spend 20 weeks giving everything into it. And for the judges to say, I'm not really after that classic look, you think, Oh, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? But then you have to go, right, well, let's just use the fact that I'm in shape. Let's do a photo shoot. Let's, create some content here and let's 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 use let's kind of use my physique uh for, for business so you, you know that's that's the kind of benefit that we have is that we can use our physique when we do get in condition if we jump off stage and we haven't placed that's fine we we we, we kind of whore ourselves out a little bit you know we, we all know sex sells my instagram post at the moment seems to be my bear fucking ridiculous But I come around, uh, I come out, and give a a piece of valuable, informative content. No one gives a shit, do they? No one gives a fuck. I'm just like, fucking hell, guys, come on! So it's like, how can we incorporate the 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 kind of fundamentals of education and value as well as the sex? So it's like, well, here's a picture of my abs, but here's how to do that. Here's how to get the abs. So yeah, that that's uh, that's what I'm excited to kind of start producing. Yeah, it's very similar to what I
0: try and do is provide education alongside that as well because otherwise
1: yeah. it's no, but you, you, you do that well with, with your instagram like you know and and you, with your instagram you click on it straight away because your physique but then you're like oh he's he's told me how to build my shoulders or he's told me how to do this you know it's like that whole thing whereas like the female influencer market is just literally shut your ass here's my ass like <laughs> <laughs> even for things like it's a post about a fucking supplement or a protein bar and the protein bar isn't even in shot. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's on their glute or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so like, at least get the protein bar as well as, as well as that in there. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's when I see things like that, I think I just bury my hand in my head. and I think, for fuck's sake, mm-hmm. like what? Like, and that's why like I've said to a lot of people, it's like the word, most insulting thing. Like, this is great, actually. A guy who, um, basically, we sign up clients. We have like strategy calls with them and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he messaged to say something about like, oh, I've had a look through your profile. I've decided you're too much of an influencer and I, I, I don't want to work with you. And I literally, I sent him a video because I was so fucking pissed off. I was like, the most insulting thing you can ever call me is an influencer. Yeah. Like, definitely not what well I want to be. He yeah. Slightly up signing up in the end and he was really happy. But nice. um, that, you know when like certain things cut like deep with you, that's mm. probably like- a, Oh mate,
1: that's like whenever I'm out and people ask what they do, some people get off on saying I am an influencer. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you watch like X on the beach or whatever and they rock up and they say, what do you do? I'm an influencer. Whereas I, I, I could never call myself that. I say I'm a content creator. And they go, oh, really? What does that mean in town? I'm like, well, I do this, this, and this. That's like, oh, cool. interesting. But then, even then, they kind of switch off. They'd rather hear me say I'm an influencer,
0: yeah. as if that's
1: some sort of fucking like, the best job in the world.
0: Do you ever get um, that awkward question? I had a lot in Dubai for certain things. I was doing a lot of paperwork for stuff. And uh, like when you go through airports, and like, uh, are, people ask you, what do you do? And like, yeah. how do I explain this? Like,
1: <laughs> I just put a videographer all the time.
0: Like sometimes I put down like firefighter. just like just for a while. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Problems all day. That's what I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I just I've always put videographer. Always.
0: On the um, but obviously, you're hugely talented in terms of what you do from videography. Thank um, you. Do you. Do you edit all of your videos yourself?
1: I do, yeah. I, I uh, do all of my own Instagram, pull content from, from YouTube on Instagram, and uh, the only videos that I don't edit are the ones on the member site, and that's Gigi's job, and that makes my life easier. So, you know, sort of making your money work for you in the sense that Outsource Hire Gigi, he does all the content creation on the member site, that they get up, they, they gets uploaded, and uh, yeah, that's the only area that, that I don't, and then kind of photography as well he'll do a lot of that so we did a a little shoot post show and just did like I think we took about 2,000 2000 images and that's just for the new Flow website and the new Flow Instagram page so I've got a massive backlog of, uh, of content but I'm in that position now whereby I kind of want to stay relatively lean all year round just from a business standpoint and the ability if you do so stay lean is that you can kind of turn it on for like two weeks and 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 drop quick body fat which is quite a nice position to be in like i've spent the last few days kind of not letting myself go just kind of intuitive eating um having a good time but i think i'm flying back out to my bar in a couple of weeks i was going to do like a seven day shred and and kind of document that, that the ability when you are relatively lean to kind of turn it on and off so so uh Yes it's it's uh it's great fun i i don't find it's a chore like i get excited i've got my little setup i get my coffee and then i edit my bio vlog and it's it's something that i've i've always very much enjoyed
0: what's do you have like um an aspiration of different content or places like if you, if i said to you okay you can go three places in the world you can film anything you want what would those three things be
1: so if i could fly anywhere and if you can go anywhere with anyone what would you want to make i'd want to make a first like a behind the scenes video with solomon like a dick in, in our b3 i think that would be so cool because there's there's there was like a video from i think it was pasha that i've on it on, on youtube and i was like imagine giving like a real insight into like the day of a life of a of a famous dj like what what do what? any of them do that I, not that i can see not not that i found i think that's a massive gap in the market and then when we and when we, when we refer to kind of certain figures or certain jobs not having that social media presence you know, they're doing their self an injustice if they don't, I mean, they're getting paid like fucking 30 grand a set. So maybe they don't need to, don't need to necessarily do that. But it's very, I'd find that so, so interesting. So yeah, that'd be, that, that'd that definitely be one of them, which is uh, like kind of behind the scenes to like a, a big DJ. But um yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. I honestly don't know what, I've just always been very fascinated with the behind the scenes aspect. Like I'll see, I'll see a project and and I'll appreciate the project itself, but I always want to know what's gone into it. Do you know what I mean? Like what, what shot selection, what cameras, et cetera.
0: So what I think is very interesting about that, and this is the same for, I know you're going to say the same as this. I'm the same from a fitness side of thing of building a physique, building a business. Yeah. I love the process
1: rather than the result. 100%. And I don't care. I don't give a fuck about going on stage and being judged. Like fuck judges! Like who the fuck are you to tell me whether I look good or not? I feel good, so fuck your opinion. But the twenty weeks leading up to that, and what the twenty weeks of prep allows me to do from a business standpoint in terms of structure and routine, I love. And every time I create a, a new business, like like I wanna, I almost wanna get the camera behind my shoulder and say, look, this is what's going into it, because no one sees it, right? No one, no one ever sees the hours of of hard work and no one sees me sit on an airplane for four hours writing down what content and what, what, how I want my Instagram to be laid out. No one sees, they just see, the, the, the final yeah, product soul. yeah so that that's always been a massive area of of, uh, of excitement for me is that behind the scenes but that's what we kind of did with the the lead up to the these the shows it's just given a a real in-depth detail to things like sodium manipulation and water and how my feelings were and how training was and and, and that response was fantastic it was like yeah this is finally you know it's not just some glitzy glam fucking show vlog that you see all the time yeah i think there's sometimes
0: uh, like- obviously you have a lot of that, but there's a lot like sometimes too much cinematic and sometimes Mm. enough like raw
1: and real, if that makes sense. 100%, 100%. I mean, there's, there's a a time and a place for that, but we tend to keep the, the cinematic edits just for the advertising. So it's just the Instagram post. That's, you know, when me and Gigi film, it's, it's, it's the 30 to 40 seconds to pull them in, but the actual edit itself is a 40 minute piece whereby people just literally sit down and have their dinner and they love it. You know they love that they love that in-depth look into the, the class it's like the whole dorian yates blood and guts that that is just so fucking pure i love that Beautiful. and i think a, a lot of people do like that black and white kind of effect and that style 100 percent.
0: with um with your decision to stop competing what really drove that out of interest and stopped going down that sort of avenue
1: the, just the extreme the, the either extreme there was no there was no middle ground as much as i preached that i had balance i never did it, it, it was it was off season it was prep and and you kind of see off season as a chance to let your head on a little bit but it's not because you're you know you have a goal to pack on more tissue and, and, and more muscle requires still living like a monk so it's like you're going from one prep into another prep it's just the, the goal is different ones to be shredded ones to become bigger um, and even going out on off season, I'd always in the back of my mind be like, right, take it easy. Don't take, don't take too much or don't drink too much, you know? So it was never, I never really was able to let my hair down. So now it's a chance to kind of enjoy life properly as well as documenting and, and, and showing people, look, if you're going out for dinner on Saturday and a few drinks, let's, let's just educate people that you just pull back on food a little bit here. You can still have a good time and you can take required supplements and you can still go out and live and, and look good. And uh, that's that's what I'm most excited to bring.
0: I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're starting a fitness journey, whatever you want to call it, is that they think it's that all or nothing approach. Which obviously yeah. with at that end it is, but when for ninety nine percent of the people they just need to focus on like. Like being consistent rather mm. than being perfect is the biggest mm-hmm. mistake I think, and that's where people get stressed and overwhelmed, and they're like, oh, "Fuck this, I can't do it anymore."
1: One hundred percent, one hundred. I'm, I'm doing a, a very, very big survey because I just want to take on board as much information as possible from 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 people of what they struggle. So, like, what is it that you find so hard with diet, and what is it that you find so hard with training? And then from that survey, we can just create and pull feedback and and, and cover topics that I think there's a little bit of a gap in the market with with regard to nutrition and training. So uh, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to tapping into that a little bit more.
0: And how are you going to change your training up from that? Are you still going to do a lot of the same resistance training, just add more uh, cardiovascular work on top of that?
1: Yeah. So, so it's the sort of more functional fitness style. So, I mean, I was just, yes, I'm in self-isolation for the next five days. So it's like ample time to, to kind of plot out what I plan to do. I, there's very much uh, an aspect of bodybuilding training and resistance training and hypertrophy that we'll still be in, but it would be more so like the first portion of the week, like an, an upper lower and then Wednesday would be like a functional fitness day whereby with the assault, assault by the ropes. And then like Thursday, Friday, Saturday would be kind of more power building whereby the push session will be focused around the bench press than a deadlift and a squat and uh, I've been speaking to Adam Collard quite a bit so I think we're going to go up to Newcastle and get the kind of foundations of, of functional training done and uh, speaking to coach Joe at, at 7R, 7R gym who's like an Olympic uh, lifting athlete Olympic lifting coach so it's just it's just kind of broadening out a little bit more and it's something that I've always been really interested in but kind of felt that I can't go down because I am a bodybuilder but now that's been kind of ripped away I can I can kind of jump headfirst into these different training modalities and it's very very exciting
0: it's interesting that one of the things I've done the last six to twelve months almost like um naturally progressed slightly more towards that not to the extent mm. where you are but in terms of like so on rest days, I'm doing hit intervals on the site, salt mm. bikes and stuff like. that, And I actually enjoy it. And it's then, so it's
1: so much fun. Oh, and you look at my training's it,
0: improving loads because my like because um, I'm so, fit, my fit. so yeah, my fit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like even walking around, like just a simple task of going up hills and stuff like that and stairs. Like I'm not, I'm not like, out of breath. And I look at my my resting heart rate and it's healthy, and my blood pressure is low. And the ability to burn like 350 calories. I was in M13 in my bayer, just absolutely like 20 20 odd minutes, and I'm like. Right, I can go and enjoy some nice food now, and not—not not that you should feel guilty anyway. But there's al- there's almost that element of I oh, absolutely beasted myself, and I wake up and I'll, I'll eat all this food and I will drink this good alcohol, and I wake up and I'm like fucking, I'm I'm dry, I'm like lean. It's just what a what a position to be in, and it's so doable as well. It's so doable.
0: Hundred percent. I think one of those things people just need to know. Like the bigger, most common question we get. And the problem that I would say that you're going to have where people will need the answer to is they don't know what to eat, when to eat, and how much. That like yeah. I had that on a questionnaire back from someone, and I was like, "That's the greatest like advertising line ever." Absolutely, so I so
1: true. absolutely. I have to remember that one.
0: Yeah, it's and uh, now. <laughs> but yeah, it's but that's that's again exactly why you're doing the right things in terms of doing customer surveys because you find from mm-hmm. people what do they actually need help with? How can mm-hmm. I help you? And that's how mm-hmm. ultimately you get more customers, get more results, mm-hmm. and help people. And I think. Coming back to like fitness influencers and the world of that, they don't, they they preach rather than listening. If that makes sense,
1: yeah, hundred percent, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's their way. It's the 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 highway. It's their way or no way. You know, that's. that's, I think the bodybuilding industry is the
0: worst for that. I don't know. Terrible. I don't know why, but like it's where some people, oh, you have to do high volume training. You have to do Mm. progressive overload. You got to do X, Y, Z. And it's like. Within reason, everything seems to fucking work. Like-
1: of course. It's, these, this is the, it's the camps that I can't stand. It's like this camp has a problem with this camp and this camp has a problem with that. And I'm like, fuck all this. Look, you know, we, we're working with the individual here. Do you know what I mean? So if, if there's a busy businessman or woman that can only train three times a week, then some form of like upper body, lower body, full body split is going to work for them. Whereas if you have more time on your hands, then maybe you can do a more bro-style bodybuilding split. So it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's the other t- toxic element that I cannot stand. Yeah, it's
0: what's uh, optimal versus what's practical. Of course, yeah, practical always win.
1: Yeah, and this condescending nature of like this—if you don't know biomechanics, oh. you probably you probably know I'm fucking referring to—but this yeah. is kind of like if you don't, it's like not like come on, like I don't need to go into a gym and put a fucking ruler on a hack. Like, what is that going to do for me? Just get on the fucking hack, lift, go home, sleep, and eat. Like, I know I know that sounds very brash and bold and bro, but ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent is the fucking reality, isn't it? Lift with good form, sleep and eat well. Result. Yeah. Repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course.
0: Yeah. And that's what, but you see it all the time, and it's um, I don't, I don't know what, what's what, quite a term but it's almost like the trained by JP crew of like young kids who are like, mm. so the young kids, like old oh man like who are like tw- I don't know like twenty, they rock up in yeah. their flip flops and they're like, like yeah, yeah, pissing course. around with stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah you're going down the wrong avenue with these things. Do you
1: know what I mean? Yeah, of like, course. But then they, th- they take everything as gospel. So I think yeah. JP's almost got into a lot of frunks from fitness style now. Cause I see him on the exactly. battle ropes I, see him that's, the battle I don't ropes. think that's
0: interesting though, because yeah, like that, that's complete paradigm shift.
1: Massive. I think he's doing higher rep training. I think he was doing like, uh, I think it's probably more so from m- mirroring his dropping drugs and, and that style training, which is fucking great to see. But then, the, then the, the, the followers then take they go, right, I need to do that with my training now you know,
0: it comes back to that sheep mentality. And actually I've got an Instagram post talking about it later about another Good. Stupid exercise, which is, uh,
1: you know, like, I don't even know what you call that That stupid chest
0: plate thing where people hold a plate and they push yeah. it in front of them. to run yeah, yeah.
1: That's like, the, and, and that's the one where they wrap the finger around the, the Smith machine as well. Oh mate. It's, uh, I have to be careful because some of my friends are influencers, but like
0: they, yeah, some of the shit they do sometimes i'm just like W-w-w-w-w. i just couldn't do it to myself no no
1: no. yeah no it is, it is weird i see it all, all all sorts going on even when i was in m13 i was looking at a few people like what the fuck like the, the plate they put a plate on the side of their leg and we're doing that one when they push their leg out i think you've literally got an abductor machine right there what the fuck are you doing
0: yeah like, just, about just making life difficult for yourself like,
1: yeah yeah fucking hell
0: it's uh it's definitely not rocket science in that respect with your training going forward, are you gonna be changing your nutrition in that respect or are you doing what you're planning on doing with that, just keeping it?
1: Yeah, pretty pretty much at some sort of maintenance level. And like I said, if I'm if I have a holiday coming up or if I have a a, a kind of shoot, it would just be the case of dropping my calories back down. But I, I I very much like intermittent fasting, I very much like backloading. So it's I'm quite happy and quite content having minimal food throughout the day and then kind of enjoying myself in the evening. So it would just be a case of uh not necessarily intuitive eating, but just like a set 2,800 calories, keeping steps higher, keeping cardio what it is per day and uh, just being free and very flexible with food. So, yeah.
0: 100%. I think it's um, a good
1: and balanced approach for long-term. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's what i got a lot of stick of during prep. It's like, you can't, you shouldn't be inflexible. It's like, well, the issues when it comes down to kind of binge eating come when you restrict yourself so much. And when that, when that bubble is burst, it's like... Boom. Whereas like post, I was very food focused. Don't get me wrong, I was very food focused, but because I had that slight flexibility during prep, it, you know, after the first day or two of kind of letting your hair down, and having a dominoes, it's like, well, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I'd rather give, give me back an egg white omelet and bacon. It, you know what I mean. So, yeah, that that flexibility is something that I've always preached, and uh, yeah, it's always going to get a, it's always going to get a certain response from the kind of meal plan crew, even though IFYM is sort of meal planning. It's just that that's like another argument that I keep getting into. It's like, I get it because you're trying to control variables. And on peak week, for example, I won't be that flexible. I'll be keeping salt and water and sodium the, the, the same. But, you know, if you're dieting for a, for a photo shoot or for a holiday, there is absolutely no point being restrictive. Absolutely no point. The, the, the more flexible, the better
0: yeah and it comes down to one of those things it's human psychology in terms of adherence mm. like the main reason people don't get results they can't stick to what they're doing
1: no no it's very true
0: which comes down to what we we're saying a minute ago versus what's optimal versus what's practical because exactly if, if you can stick to it then you'll mm. get results
1: yeah yeah
0: 100% with the food focus did you find that affected you psychologically at all or did you have anything used to combat that
1: um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of just creating foods and creating meals to, to almost give into that craving. You know, I fancied, a, I fancied a Chinese, so i got some type five spice, got some chicken, got some, got some noodles and just created a meal, you know, but there's a, there's also an element of just being able to fucking grit your teeth and get on with it, which I had to do. You know, I just said to myself, like, it's two more weeks and I can actually have a Domino." So there's always that element of kind of being that alpha and just going like, right, boom get on with it. It's two weeks. And, and then we, you know, the food's not going anywhere. It's always going to be there. Domino's is always going to be there. Um, but yeah, the, the, the food focus was difficult. Uh, I, there's a couple of times where I've kind of not blocked, but like restricted Instagram posts or, or taken more time off social media. Cause if I'm just endlessly scrolling, I'm seeing burgers and I'm seeing chips and things like that. Um, but just getting creative, like that carrot cake, whey cream thing that I had, Know, certain things that you look forward to, like in the evening, looking forward to my oats and and, and my uh, my little whey yogurt thing w- was enough, you know. And I'd go to bed full, and I'd sleep well, and I'd wake up and just a new day. You just you just kind of crack on and get on with it. There is
0: a, a sadistic pleasure in pushing yourself,
1: though, don't you think. Yeah, massively, massively. And I was I felt that on I felt that on the uh, on the stairmaster. I almost didn't want to get off because getting off meant that I was. Back into that 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 kind of world of, of foo focus, it, I, I was almost in my own bubble within a bubble on this stairmaster. So, yeah, there there definitely that element which I quite like. It's the, the beauty in the process. Mm, yeah. Um,
0: if you're into reading, there's a book I'm reading at the moment. So, firstly, have you read Relentless by Tim Grover? Tim Grover? No. Okay. I'll make,
1: you, I'll make a note
0: that. And the, I'm reading his uh, latest book, which is insane. So, are you a Kobe Bryant fan at by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, it's a book called Winning. So. Tim was uh, Kobe's trainer. He was also a trainer for Michael Jordan. Okay, He talks about like the winning mindset, and his book is insane. Like, what, I read,
1: what's what's that called?
0: Uh, it's called Winning. Winning. It literally, it's insane. Like, I read like a chapter every night before going to bed at the moment, and it's like literally the nuts. And like, perfect. When you start reading through it, you it just amazes you the level of human psychology, and you can also see how people who are very driven individuals how they end up successful because it's just the same process as just being relentless and not like giving up and shit perfect. goes wrong all the time but you have got to keep going it's yeah yeah, really, yeah. Really good really, really fantastic good. i
1: need some material perfect
0: that that would gee you up big time 100 good good um, to finish things up tom what's the big plans for you obviously you've got the new products coming out next three to five years where, where where are you going to be
1: yeah so i mean it's just it's kind of transition as i said to you before we started with is it, it, is pulling myself out of that quite niche bodybuilding world and and kind of broadening it a little bit into mass market and uh Almost incorporating quite a few big names within the industry. You're sort of Joe Wicks of the world, whereby you know there's elements of these people that I find that there's flaws. So it's like it's fantastic that we're able to eat this food and, and talk about it. But then when you, if you were to track some of Joe Wicks's meals and have that up. 300 grams of chorizo it's like well fuck me hold on that's 100 grams of fat you've just eaten there so if we can incorporate some way of kind of educating people on on calorie and, and macro tracking as well as enjoying food as well as kind of understanding what training works for them the best then then um uh, they're on to a winner so yeah i'm looking forward to that releasing the the, the flowcast uh, podcast so we're just taking on board a lot more people Um, and kind of broadening out of that bodybuilding mindset and getting, getting people on to talk about mental health and, and kind of, you know, just, just real issues and real life topics that I don't think is out there. And, uh, we'll look a little bit into kind of releasing cookbooks and then go down the, the kind of clothing route, but I've, I've always been very OCD and anal. So when I do do a project or a task, it, it requires a lot of time. It's not just like a flash in the pan. It's a, it, it's, it's, it's a, it requires like months on end of planning. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it, mate. PDFs um, just for a chance for people to kind of not necessarily, not necessarily work on a one-to-one basis, but if you want an understanding of an upper lower split, for example, it's there it takes you through this the certain exercises um the the members site is changing to a more academy based kind of one-off payment so it will be if you want to learn about editing or if you want to learn about content creation or youtube or cameras then it will be a one-off course either done by me or gg and it will be a case of kind of getting on board experts within that field whereby you know we'll have the green screen set up the powerpoints and they'll, they'll be able to learn so yeah i'm excited mate excited for the for the future
0: 100 one last question for you have you ever something that's been hugely life-changing for me the last six months Is working with a uh, psychologist So i've worked with a guy who's like a performance transactional psychologist he's helped mm-hmm. me a lot because for me i think one of the big things is uh if you optimize mental performance you can optimize everything else you do from there have you ever thought about anything like that
1: literally the last month or two it it, it kind of uh yeah definitely definitely that aspect I think I mean I started journaling probably a few few months ago and that in itself is almost like a a, a some sort of therapy but I've all yeah I've always kind of been fascinated with the ability to kind of offload and, and speak to people and I think it's in this day and age I think a lot of us are very hesitant to to speak about feelings and emotions and 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 I definitely something that I I want to get into, um, 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think for your new projects as well, be a good thing to integrate into that as well. I think.
1: Mm. So that's more from uh, with yourself. That's from. Um,
0: So with me, he works with me specifically. So I do a call once a month with him for an hour, and then he also does a uh, a call with our clients as a group once a month as well, which is is probably enough. Um, But it's truly like eye opening when you start like unlayering the onion of your brain in terms of mm. why you think and feel in certain emotional ways and it all links yeah. back to like your childhood and it's when wow. you start like unraveling it it's really scary to be fair yeah man you have to
1: have to have to, have to link me up with that that sounds that sounds a bit yeah. of me
0: yeah it's legit it's legit like you you talk about everything we do of like training business everything's like uh, a journey of self-development or self-awareness and this is like the other like almost like the, the hidden fruit that i never really looked at and I was yeah like, like as soon as i had like a couple of sessions with them, i was like holy shit like, i never like start yeah. Connecting the dots in your mind of why you behave yeah. in a certain way, and then you, when you when you understand, like, okay, I get anxious because of this, or I feel stressed because mm. of this, you can then suddenly control those variables, so mm. and it makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds better than taking fucking DMT and then experience <laughs> yeah. experiencing it through that way and peeling away that third eye. But yeah, no, hundred percent, mate. Li- link me up, hook me up yeah. with that, and I think that's in that'd be very interesting to not not document, but also kind of just give an insight into for other people to to kind of understand. I think it's one of those things. Too many men are too
0: afraid to talk about mm. mental health and asking for help with things like that. I think yeah. it's, it needs to be spoken about more, I think.
1: Yeah, massively. Even with, like, with my friendship group, they can. what's nice about with my friends is they can kind of pick up on when you may be struggling a little bit. Like recently, they've reached out and said, is everything okay? And I'm like, mm, not really. But I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's good that they can pick up on that. You know, which I'm very grateful for. Very, but I'm not hesitant. So when they do ask, I'm I'll just like, Oh no, I'm really fucking struggling yeah. right now. And uh, and it may even speaking about it on camera, like for, for people that don't necessarily want to open up to their friends or family, when I pull up the vlog or pull out a camera and, and just say how I'm feeling, it makes me feel so much better. So much better. And people respect that and, and they see that and go, Look, yeah, you know, it's not all glitz and glam. Like this the life we are in, it just seems that we're always fucking happy and we're in my bear and we're having a good time. And and it's not, you know, it's not we're all sort of, sort of struggling deep down here sometimes. And uh yeah, it's good. It's it's fantastic. So uh, yeah, definitely link me up with that. 100%. With that guy, up, man. Um
0: one thing I'd finish up though, is everyone's got their own demons with things like that. So if you should yeah. always reach out and ask for help or speak to someone. So it makes a big, big difference, but Mm -hmm. um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me on,
1: mate. I really appreciate it. Truly, truly
0: appreciate it. Uh, For everyone, if you make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five star review. And if you're looking into getting into world-class shape this year, if you hit the link below the podcast, you can book in your free six pack strategy call and we'll see you in the next episode.